Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Dirty Devotional. Zach here. Listen, this podcast is all about helping you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. And y'all, I'm so excited to make this announcement today. I'm going to be talking about it all the time, so you're going to get sick of it. Um, but I have been trying to figure out a way to create a community, a way for us to get closer um, in proximity. I know many of you have been encouraging to me and you've been encouraging to others, and I want to be able to bring that community together. And so um, we, I have launched a Facebook group as of this weekend, as of the recording of this podcast um, called Dirty Devotionals, um, Dirty Family. Listen, this is a place where if you love this podcast, you want to get connected to me and other people um, who value this idea of being seen, known, and loved, this group is for you. Um, and so go on Facebook, type that in, Dirty Devotionals, um, Dirty Devotionals Podcast. You'll see that. You'll see Dirty Family. You'll see the image uh, from the podcast. Um, but be sure to go in and follow that so that we can continue to grow this community, get connected. I'm going to be doing some exciting things in there. You're going to be the first one to receive things, hear about upcoming events, um, secret things for the podcast, from the blog, <clears throat> all of that good stuff. And so be sure to check it out. Um, but today, y'all... Um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about uh, 1 Samuel chapter 9. And so during our last episode, we talked about um, this guy uh, named Saul or Samuel who is a prophet of God and the people have demanded for a king. Samuel goes to God. God says, give them a king. And, Sam, and so Samuel is on the hunt for whoever this king's going to be. Now, the next chapter, chapter 9 of 1 Samuel, we're introduced to this new character um, named Saul. And what we find out is Saul ends up becoming this king. And I have so much to talk about with Saul. Saul gets a really bad rap. Um, some of it is fair. Some of it's not fair. And so I want to talk a lot about that during during this week. Uh, but the first thing I'm going to tell you is this. Is Saul <clears throat> is in charge of taking care of these donkeys, y'all. All right. And they're his family's donkeys. The donkeys get lost. So this is like a huge inconvenience. Like there's nothing worse than you freaking lose your animals. Um, when my dogs get out of the fence, um, I literally want to kill them and kill like the whole world wants to burn. Um, to, I, it just drives me nuts. And this, and Saul has lost these donkeys. Now he's looking everywhere for him. This is a pretty big setback. Um, and what ends up happening is in his search for these donkeys, uh, his advisors like, Hey, there's this like prophet, the seer, um, in this area, let's go talk to this joker and see if he can help us find these donkeys. Um, and so he ends up going. He ends up going to see uh, the seer who happens to be Samuel, the prophet. And when he shows up, God ends up telling Samuel, hey, this is the one I have chosen to rule my people. And it's really cool because this setback, um, this losing of these donkeys, ends up setting the tone for uh, Saul to be introduced to Samuel, which leads him to becoming king. <coughs> I apologize about the cough, but... So I want to tell you all this. Uh, this weekend, we had this crazy snowstorm up in Delaware. Um, it was wild. Uh, we got like 
probably got like seven or eight inches in our area, but the wind was blowing. And so basically what happened is there are some areas where it's like one inch of snow and there are other areas that are like 14 inches of snow. Um, I don't believe in shoveling my driveway because I can't imagine spending three hours shoveling something that will eventually melt. So what I do is if I want to leave the house, I will do put my Kia soul to the test of getting it out of this driveway. And so I pull it out and I'm, I want to go to the gym. And so I floor it and I'm sliding, I'm sliding, I'm making my way. 45 minutes in, I'm stuck at the end of my driveway. And y'all, when I say I'm stuck, I'm stuck. I have so much snow packed underneath my car, my tires are no longer on the ground. Um, I am like, this is the biggest inconvenience. I have a shovel. I am doing everything I can to get the snow out from under my car, to get my tires back on the ground so I can even just pull it backwards and park it. Um, and so I'm like miserable. This is like ruined my day. And all of a sudden my neighbor comes, Smitty, and I know Smitty, what a great name. <clears throat> and Smitty is doing everything he can um, to help me. He brings his truck. He pulls me out. Um, he is laying in the snow, talking to me, helping me, doing everything he can to help me. Um, and in this process, I end up building this incredible connection with my neighbor, Smitty, who I've learned basically can help me do anything um, and has offered to help be a part of our family and to help us. And um, I'm I'm so grateful for this getting stuck in the snow um, because of this relationship I ended up building with Smitty. And it's funny how setbacks can work out like that. I've seen it in my life. We see it in the story with Saul in that these sometimes these unexpected things happen that can royally inconvenience your day. Um, they can really throw you for a loop. And what I want to challenge you with is to look at these setbacks and say, hey, how can these setbacks set me up um, for growth? How can these setbacks set me up um, for opportunity? Um, how can these setbacks set me up, um, to build a new relationship, to learn something new, um, to expand my perspective? Um, how can my setback, my current setback be used in this manner? And I would imagine that, um, right now, if you're thinking about your current situation, you may be like, Zach, there's just no freaking way. Uh, there's no way anything good can come from this. But what I want to challenge you to do is to look back at the things that have happened in the past. You know, they say hindsight's twenty twenty. I would imagine that if I challenged you that every setback you've had in your life, you can look back on and find something that came from that that was beneficial. You know, I can look back at all of all of my times. Now, it doesn't it doesn't excuse the bad thing that happened. It doesn't make it um, easy. What it does is just it just makes it a little bit more um, easier to deal with, and it makes it more. Uh, justifiable in the sense that because this happened, I was able to gain this. I was able to grow in this area. Now, I would imagine if you look at your life, you'll be able to find that. Um, I know that Saul in this story will look back at these donkeys and he'll say, um, that that day I was, I remember thinking, I lost these stupid donkeys, my day's ruined, and I end up meeting something, someone that would drastically change me, my and my family's life. And I believe today that whatever setback you're facing, it can be true for you. That if you take the time to to learn, take the time to look, to to meditate on the situation you're facing, that maybe God can show you that there's an opportunity there. I believe in the same way God wanted to meet with Saul in this moment. Um, he wants to meet with you. That the season of sickness, lost relationship, job change um, uh, with um, the unknown, with something that... Um, uh, unexpected has happened in your life, that whatever it may be, 
that you could look at it and you could be able to learn from it. And that setback can become a setup for something grander for your life. I really believe that. I'm praying that for you. Let me pray for you. God, thank you for today. Lord, thank you for every person listening to this. Uh, Lord, I thank you that you can take setbacks, um, Lord, and do something with them. You promise in your word over and over again um, that you do all, we work all things together for good. Um, Lord, it doesn't make things easier. It doesn't make all things good. Um, but what it does mean is that even tragedy, um, Lord, we can find triumph in that. And so, Lord, we, we cling to that. Um, Lord, that whatever setback we're facing, uh, Lord, that we could find, um, Lord, growth, perspective, um, that we could find experience, relationships, Lord, help us glean those things from these hard moments of life, um, Lord, so that we can grow into a better, stronger person. Lord, we thank you. We love you. We ask all this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.